uh, it was it was the week of, of a race in Guatemala, a, a big race that I was going to be doing, and that week uh, the race was on Sunday, and it was on a Tuesday. I I, I got the flu, um, and before that I was training every day. I needed to go work out and exercise, and it was I didn't really understood at that point what rest will do to me if I was to allow myself to rest and, and, and then be able to, to be to go into a race more rested and, and perform better. So uh, I was so lucky that I got so sick and I was so completely forced to stop and I basically stopped Tuesday all the way until Sunday. And in my mind, in a very young mind at age eight, uh, I was 17, um, I thought like, I I, I'm not gonna do any good at this race, but I'm just gonna go see what happens, you know. And so I went with a very naive, open mind attitude, and I started the race having this extra gear in me, you know. I'm like, who is this guy right now, you know? I didn't even <laughs> recognize myself. Um, but that 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 was like one of the very, very, very first like eye-opening experience that I that life probably ever gave me about uh, uh, that, that now I apply as a trainer you know you need to take care of your body you cannot be driving yourself like a like a like a crazy machine and and, and expecting that you're gonna be able to perform if you're not keeping yourself balanced and understanding that the, the, the top the top component of the picture for you as a human being if you want to perform is you need to be bad, you need to be there in order to do everything else that follows along that. If you're not rested, nothing is going to really happen the way that it should be happening for you. That's Luis Leonardo, founder of Embrace North, Trace Fitness, and AQ Fit Lab. In his past life, he was a pro triathlete and used to give it his all. He realized that actually taking a step back and listening to your body was a smarter thing to do, not only for your body, but for your mind. Still, success does not come without incredible effort. Results, you know, and nothing, nothing is ever handed to you. Uh, uh, I mean, in order for you to, 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 to have success at something, you need to put the hard work. Uh, it all, all it all boils down to that. Uh, you might be very talented, and you might have some of that going for you. But eventually, if somebody's putting harder work than you are, and, and they're more motivated than you, they're gonna end up beating you. It was an absolute honor to have Luis on the podcast. He's a good friend of mine, and we've grown a lot together as friends. The pandemic has been incredibly tough on people but especially tough on gym owners. Luis had another element, two premature twins born two weeks before the shutdown, and he acquired another gym. What a journey, enjoy. Cool, brother. Thanks so much for coming and chatting again. I know it's been kind of crazy to try to try and find time with your event this weekend. Um, how did it go? How was the Embrace North summer event kickoff? I guess it's end of summer, but... It is crazy. That thing is turning into a big monster, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Sunday was big for the first time that I charged. 
so people were paying to come to the event, and we we sold it out basically, you know. Wow. Um, uh, and people are loving it. Uh, and there was there was multiple people that are kind of in the fitness industry that have reached out already to tell me that they're asking me if I can bring Embrace North to other locations. Mm-hmm. So, like for instance, St. Paul. Now th- there's a there's a couple of girls that that are part. Uh, they coach in different gyms, but they, they want to bring Embrace North to one of the locations there. Um, so yeah, there's there's some there's, there's some asks to, to bring this to other places, but I think it's a very powerful concept, you know. I agree. Um, and long story long story short, I got a I got a, a potential uh, investor that wants to work with me. He wants to become partners with me uh, with the Rollo Bar and and actually. He he's already looking to to buy a a mobile sauna, uh, so he already found one and he's gonna go look at it and potentially buy it. Uh, and then the plan is we're gonna potentially start doing Embrace North event every single weekend uh, in different locations. And then obviously, whenever I'm not in different locations, going it at my location. Uh, and potentially just run like maybe three three events every weekend, you know. Dang, uh, I can see that. And and if we do that, and and then and, and the the the, the, the bars are just selling very organically now. Like people come to the event, they're like, "Hey, do you sell these things?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm selling them." They buy a bar at the end of Embrace North. But I'm I I have tapped lately into teaching more like how I'm doing nose breathing. And there's a lot of exercises that I'm coaching people how to do using the roller bar with breathing, and it's like it's like an instant connection. They just see the body. So yeah, it, it cleans your squat, and you can do a lot of squat type of stuff with the roller bar. But also for opening your upper body for breathing is very powerful. Mm-hmm. Amazing, brother. Glad to see you having so much success. Yeah. success. I can totally see that being something that you could take to different gyms. Like it's basically. Like you have the workout aspect, and the workout aspect is something that can be unique to each gym that you go to. But then you bring the 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 fire and the ice. Yeah, and I think eventually, I mean, down the road we could potentially franchise it. You know, so another person in a different state they can have their own embrace north over there, and start running multiple events. And I, I will coach them how to do it, like what goes at the beginning, what they need to do in the middle part. The water, how you run the cycles of doing cold and hot and all of that, you know, and the roller bar. So, yeah, I'm very excited, bro. That's awesome. Super happy for you, brother. So, um, this podcast is more about, you know, your, yeah. journey, your journey to fitness. So, going back to your early early roots yeah. of fitness, what was it like starting off as, you know, a professional cyclist? Or, well, I guess, maybe, what was your first... What was your first of the journey for me um, I literally uh, started doing triathlons when I was 16 years old and, and becoming a competitive triathlete and, and became part of the national federation for my country Guatemala uh, at age 18 I, I, I became the best junior triathlete in my country and, and that kind of opened up a lot of doors for me to start um, uh, kind of 
helping other people and like I always tell sorry triathlon opened the door for me to become a personal trainer um, but yeah it all started because of of me being a young kid looking at the sport of triathlon on TV one day and thinking wow that thing looks amazing I, I want to do it I want to check it out you know and then finding out that there was actually triathlons happening in my country and there was a very big uh, like population of triathletes in my country amazing and so what was it like i mean when you were growing up in guatemala did you have the vision of coming to the u.s or using uh your your athletics and your sport to travel the world and you know get out of your country or um, was it just something you saw as something fun to do and or was it a combination You know, it's, it's slowly, uh, I started traveling more and um, uh, back in the early 2000s, I started coming to, spending more time in California. Uh, I was doing a lot of training there and, and then uh, went back to Guatemala um, to, do, to do races and the, the, the door kind of opened for me to, to start really thinking about moving to the U.S. Uh, after after leaving for, for a, a little seasons here. And I, I really like, I, I kind of pursue the U.S. As, as the land of where I could go after my dreams, you know. Uh, like I could not uh, become a, a, a very good athlete or become a very good um, uh, coach, uh, I was more limited in a third world country to, to, to pursue that type of a career, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it always uh, it always intrigued me that the U.S. has been the country where you can go after your own dreams and make it happen if, yeah. you, if you put the hard work. Totally, and you're definitely doing that. Um, what was it? What was it like to be, you know, a, a, a pro yeah. athlete? Did you did you enjoy that journey? And what were some of the you know things that you took out from your journey as a as an athlete into your career into your you know now entrepreneurial career um you know i mean results you know and nothing nothing is ever handed to you uh, uh i mean in order for you to to to, to have success at something you, you need to put the hard work uh, it all, all it all boils down to that uh, you might be very talented, and you might have some of that going for you. But eventually, if somebody's putting harder work than you are, and, and they're more motivated than you, they end up beating you. You know, so um, just understanding that to training and putting the hours and hours and hours, and and just doing things over and over to time, uh, you start getting better at, at things. Um, but also at the same time, it it thought, it taught me a very powerful lesson of how to how to rest. Um, I I always tell the story of uh, I, I I didn't win a, a triathlon until um, until something happened to me. I, I actually uh, it was it was the week of, of a race in Guatemala, a, a big race that I was gonna be doing, and that week uh, the race was on Sunday, and it was on a Tuesday. I I, I got the flu. Um, and before that, I was training every day. I needed to go work out and exercise, and it was. I didn't really understood at that point what rest will do to me. 
if I was to allow myself to rest and, and, and then be able to, to be to go into a race more rested and, and perform better. So uh, I was so lucky that I got so sick and I was so completely forced to stop and I basically stopped Tuesday all the way until Sunday. And in my mind, in a very young mind at age eight, uh, I was 17. Um, I thought like, I, I, I'm not going to do any good at this race, but I'm just going to go see what happens, you know? And so I went with a very naive, open mind attitude and I started the race having this extra gear in me, you know? I'm like, who is this guy right now? You know, I didn't <laughs> even recognize myself. Um, but that, 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 that was like one of the very, very, very first like eye-opening experience that I, that life probably ever gave me about, uh, that, that now I apply as a trainer, you know, you need to take care of your body. You cannot be driving yourself like a, like a, like a crazy machine and, and, and expecting that you're going to be able to perform if you're not keeping yourself balanced. And understanding that the the, the top the top component of the picture for you as a human being, if you want to perform, is you need to be balanced. You need to be ready in order to do everything else that follows along. That if you're not rested, nothing is gonna really happen the way that it should be happening for you. You know, uh, you won't be able to perform at your maximum potential if, if your body is not rested. And the same concept applies for your mind. I agree. I can agree more. And that's something I'm still figuring out too. Um, but that's, yeah, incredible wisdom there. And things that you can translate over from the, from the athlete world to the business world. So. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, so you, you took a lot of those learnings into your personal training, which we'll get into. Uh, but what was that like? So, so you were, you know, a high level athlete for Team Guatemala. How'd you even, how did, how did that open the door for you into, the personal training world. Um, yeah, I obviously I was um, I was always using different type of facilities for for exercise, for swimming, and all of that. And uh, one of the main uh, sponsors that we had back then it was a it was the, the, a very big gym in Guatemala. Um, so basically, a bunch of the triathlon, uh, a bunch of the members of the triathlon federation were were part of this gym and a bunch of us we started coaching spinning classes there um so i started coaching spinning classes and and slowly the door kind of opened for me to start helping people you know like random people started approaching me with the idea that hey i want to do i want to learn how to train for a triathlon can can you help me you know uh, but at the same time, I, uh, I go back to when I was about, I think I was 13 years old, I, I joined a gym for, for a season with my older brother and, and I, got the, I got a chance to work with a personal trainer. So like the first time that I was like, I, I got to learn from this guy what the strength training does to you, you know. Um, so I started, I kind of became a very big fan of, of going to the gym to, to lift weights and and to become stronger. And then I mixed that up with, with my knowledge of triathlon and I kind of developed this this very unique concept of, of, of staying in shape. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a very organic um, journey for me of, of helping random people, random friends with triathlon training. Uh, and then all, I always took 
I always took a lot of stuff from my own peers, you know. Uh, I had I had some coaches and and people that I will follow that 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 have more knowledge than I did, and and I think I was I was always able to learn the skill by being next to them, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I always tell people the uh, like to me the way that I am shaped today as a trainer it did not come just from the textbook, you know. It came from from my own journey of walking this pathway that that i ended up taking with triathlons and all of that you know and, and discovering who i am today as a personal trainer mm-hmm. um and and i think some of the hardest lessons came by by me understanding what were the things that i was doing that i thought were they were good for me but they were not so good for me in the long term you know and i go back to i used to push my body to the limit of every single workout that i did uh, so slowly, life has humbled me. I, I have had multiple injuries, multiple setbacks, multiple times I've been overtrained, and and you start trying to find, okay, what do I need to get to do to get myself out of the hole, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so it's been it's been a very kind of interesting journey, you know, to to apply those two concepts together of me as an athlete and me, then me becoming a trainer. Hundred percent. Well, and I think that's something that not many people have, right? Especially as high level athlete as you were, to have those, to have those, to have the experience of being trained, you know, like at the very, very peak, like a racehorse, right? And then also, um, you know, for the everyday person, kind of their their functional needs. And it seems like almost you found that the functional way is the better way, and it, the results I think have proven it too. Like, I mean, you look like in incredible shape right now. You look like you could go around like a fifteen minute five k, <laughs> but. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and I, I just and now I look, I look at the work that I'm doing today versus the work that I was doing ten years ago, and I just kind of believe how much everything has changed for me in terms of how I'm approaching exercise today, mm-hmm. and how I actually, at age forty, right now, I'm, I'm I turned forty this year. I, I can actually take a, a, a very good look back to ten years ago when I was thirty. Yeah. And at age 30, usually in the sport of triathlon or any endurance sports, you're at the peak, you know. Um, so kind of looking back to where I was in my 30s and where I am now that I'm 40, and I'm in the freaking best shape of my life. And I'm training way less hours than I ever trained in my life, but I'm mixing things with a different uh, approach. And I'm just really taking now good care of my body yeah but at the same time i i stopped chasing carrots before i was an athlete that was always i always needed to have something in front of me that was motivating me to do the hard work mm-hmm. always training for a race or training for performance and and the, the minute i got rid of that idea and I, and I started listening to my body and understanding that hey you know what you, you only have one body how do you choose to take care of that body is really up to you. Mm-hmm. But I kind of give this analogy a lot these days as a trainer. You know, it's like it's like going to buy a car. Go buy a car, a brand new car. Start driving that car uh, on red high RPMs all of the time. And I don't care how how brand new the car might look on the outside. If you drive that car for a year on maximum RPM all year long. It's not gonna last you that long, mm-hmm. and it's gonna break, and you're gonna have a lot of issues with that car. 
but take a car and start driving it consistently on lower RPM, you know, on, on, on average RPM and, and, and driving it the way that you're supposed to be driving a car and, and it's going to last you a very long time, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's kind of like the same thing with the body and the body's a machine and you're like a machine and, and it needs, you need to learn how to drive it. Uh, and the problem with humans is that we constantly see uh, ourselves or, or trying to stay fit is always, it's just a system. It's something that I'm going to be doing just for for a short period of time in my life, uh, or I'm gonna do it for, to try to race, uh, to, 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 to try to go win win a race or or perform at a certain level on a race or or go do this specific goal that you have in mind. Um, but you, you're never analyzing the fact that as a human, we are meant to be active. We are meant to be moving. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. And if you don't incorporate proper movement and at the same time know how to do it consistently on 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 good alignment with balance you're you're, you're gonna dig yourself in a hole mm-hmm. or you, you you might you might not be able to perform because you're never using your body so it depends on the individual right but i, I like i said i i have learned the hard way to to become uh, a more knowledgeable person today of how to really take care of my body and the results are starting to show now uh, and I didn't have this mindset uh, the last 10 years of my life but it's, it's been kind of slowly happening I say probably for the last maybe five or four years of my life where I have really taken a step back and I've been just doing this uh, idea of I want to take care of my body and I want to feel good all of the time can I do that and uh, so I've been applying more respect to, to my own body and and I'm I'm in the best shape of my life now. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, cow, at age 40 right now. And I, I got I got brand new babies. I, I got twin twin babies at home. And, and two businesses business or three owner. businesses? Yeah. It's not like you're a slouching, right? Like yeah, you're you busy know? and you were able to do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I literally feel like I have every excuse under the sun right now to be in the worst shape of my life if I want to, you know, but I'm, I'm in the best shape of my life. Uh, and I have found this, this very, very thin line of balance in life. Um, and at least in, in my own physical, uh, aspect of my life, I'm, 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 I feel like, wow, this is, this is so amazing to feel the way that I feel right now. Mm-hmm. Well, you, mm-hmm. you're super lucky to have found that out right now. I feel like it's your mission to share that with uh, with the world. So uh, that is spot on. That's yeah. my mission now, as a trainer, as a as an individual. I want to share that with the world. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, brother. So, um, so that's like a little bit about your philosophy. What what was it like from going from uh, a trainer to owning your own gym? Actually, well, you were a trainer in California first, right? What was it like? What brought you to Minnesota in the first place? And then uh, what was your transition like to owning your own gym? Um, you know, I, I mean, I, I have lived in a lot of different parts of the, of the U.S. Um, long story short, my, um, I was previous, previously married before my current wife now. Um, uh, and so I was, uh, I, I did it, uh, my, my ex is from Minnesota. Yeah. And that got that got me here. Uh, but uh, for a period of time, I lived in California. Beautiful. Um, 
And then fast forward to 2012, I decided to move here uh, when my older kids and my ex were, uh, they, they, they moved back to Minnesota. Uh, so I need to be close to my kids. I need to be, uh, I need to move to Minnesota, you know? So I moved to Minnesota in 2012. Um, and yeah, he, he, here I am, here I am now. And I'm, I, 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 I I remarried. I, I married my, my 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 beautiful best friend, my my wife Sarah. Now you know, and, and now we have brand new twin babies that are they're gonna be six months next next uh, next month. And I got my two older kids that are eight and ten. So yeah, I'm a father of four. <laughs> wow, <laughs> father yeah. of four in the best shape of his life, running two businesses. Man, I don't know how you do it. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, I honestly, uh, opening a business, uh, I mean, I, I've been always a very entrepreneur type of a person. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I have, I have, uh, kind of chase having, uh, it's been always in my mind to always be my own boss, you know? Um, and I had tried many, many times, multiple, multiple times, and I made many mistakes, you know, um, but ultimately life kind of got a good hold of me and I was like, you know what, the fitness world is actually where I need to be putting all of my eggs, you know, in that basket. Um, and when I moved to Minnesota, I, 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 I got a chance to work for a very popular gym back in this is like 2013, 2014, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. when when uh, personal training was on a very high demand. Mm -hmm. um, so I got I got a chance to work at this gym and 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 it was one of those gyms where they have multiple personal trainers working for them, mm -hmm. uh, but the clients, the, the this uh, rooster of clients, they they got to pick who they wanted to be working with, you know, and in a matter of maybe six months, I, I became extremely busy, uh, to the point that I was almost seeing like 50, 50 clients a week, um, personal Ooh, training clients wow. a week. Um, and I always, I don't know if you do this thing in life, you know, but sometimes you get into an industry, you get to, you get to start a, a working in an environment where you're, you're kind of competing with other individuals. Mm -hmm. And I, 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 I just pause and I start looking at how, how different am I, am I doing things than these guys, you know? And I, I really realized that I was doing things extremely different uh, with the clients that I was coaching. And, and what made it so different is was that I was not just going with the regular textbook of personal training. Um, and there was a very... There was that very a strong approach for most of the trainers to be uh, focusing a lot on just uh, almost like bodybuilding type of strength training. Mm -hmm. um, and here I came with this wild mentality of incorporating my knowledge of of uh, being a triathlete with endurance sports and, and teaching people how to move on the floor to, to become a little more mobile. Uh, and then always, always incorporating the strength aspect of it. So I just did, did things very different, you know, and, and I became very successful. I, I, I became uh, very busy working for this company. And, and eventually, after a couple of years, I, I just decided to, to go on my own. Um, 
and start just doing my own independent personal training. Uh, so I, I moved to, to a different gym where I started just renting a space with another trainer to, to use this gym. And, um, and I did that for a couple of years. Um, and then very kind of out of the blue, this opportunity came for me to actually move uh, to open up a gym in Edina uh, because I had one of my personal training clients and uh, who's, who's one of my best friends now. Uh, he was looking and he, he, he owns multiple businesses. They were looking at a particular location for uh, open up a, a medical clinic and and it was kind of in, a, in the area of time of town that I was kind of maybe interested in potentially leasing a space to, to open up my own gym. Mm-hmm. Um, so long story short, I became partners with, with, with this friend of mine and um, I ended up going into a lease, uh, into a brand new lease with, uh, and we developed a, 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 a partnership. We, we opened up dress sports. Um, and that was kind of like the beginning of me being a business owner uh, and having my own gym this time, you know? Yeah. Crazy. And so you're basically, yeah. were you basically doing the same thing as what you were doing at Steel Fitness, but on your own without their, you know? Basically, cut. yeah. 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 I, I took what I was doing working for a corporation and just took it on my own and, and went by my own. When I left, when I left the, like, this opportunity of working for another place that is basically supplying your clients all of the time uh, to kind of be on my own, I, I knew I was kind of gambling and mm. that I was like, well, I don't even know if people are going to find me or how I'm going to be able to do this. But, you know, I, I, I've been always a, a very hard believer that you show up one day at a time, because that's all you got. Mm-hmm. You do the hard work, and and even if it's one person that you're getting to touch, that person on 24 hours, just put your heart and soul into working with that individual, and things are gonna follow. You know. Mm-hmm. So that's been my mojo the for most of my life. You know, it's, it's, it's stop worrying about the things that you don't really have control of, and just do your job with the best possible attitude and and every connection that you get to do is is is, is gonna potentially be a very powerful connection you know and and people will will follow once you start opening that pathway you know so mm-hmm. i i apply that concept and and i i got very busy and and i was running a very uh very successful uh, personal training business for myself um and then when I opened Dress Sports, my own location, I wanted to help other trainers, you know. Mm-hmm. So quickly, I, I I decided that you know I'm I'm gonna rent gym space for other individuals like myself and offer them the opportunity to have a private gym where they can bring their own clients and and know that there's no like an open gym membership or where you're gonna be fighting to use a machine or a piece of equipment. And uh, so yeah, that was that was my business model right there. Awesome. Sorry, I just got a message. Um, so, fast forward to this year. Uh, during the coronavirus pandemic, uh, or I guess March 17th, you hear that gyms are going to get shut down. What was going through your mind at that yeah. time? And, you know, how did you kind of, like, take us back to March 17th? 
Well, let me even bring you back a little farther. Uh, March 4th, uh, my, my babies were born. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, and, and they were actually, they were premature. So they were six weeks premature. Um, so that was already, I was already dealing with a massive transition. That's actually a huge, like, that's actually probably a huge blessing you know, though. Six weeks later, you know, it was the middle of the coronavirus pandemic and everything was shut down. It's probably really, yeah. in hindsight, it's a blessing that they... Yeah, I, uh, now I look back and I'm, I'm grateful that they arrived when they arrived, you know, because yeah. we were uh, on the beginning stages of the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, my, my babies had to spend a whole month in the NICU. Um, so when they were born, I was, they were already in the NICU and I was going back to the gym and, and still working and doing stuff, but I'm, I'm dealing with, I'm, I'm going to the hospital all the time and then, and then a couple of weeks after, not, not even like 12 days after my babies were born, I'm hearing that on the 17th we're, we're closing the gyms, like I won't be able to open my doors anymore, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, Alex, I... I didn't knew at that moment what to think. I feel like honestly, I was being, I was, I was getting hit by from so many different angles and that given moment in life, you know. Mm -hmm. So I did, I did one of the best things that I know how to do today, and it's like be still, yeah. just just relax, you know. All of this is is completely out of control. What are you gonna do, Luis? You know, and yeah. I, I choose to. I'm gonna I'm gonna pray. I'm gonna be still. I'm gonna have the best attitude with whatever it is in front of me. If it's going to the hospital, uh, being a good husband to my wife, uh, being a good parent, uh, and and if I don't get to work right now, don't panic. You know, maybe there's a room for all of this right now. You know, so that was kind of like my 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 beginning stages of dealing with the pandemic. Uh, and I went into it thinking, okay, it's gonna be a shutdown for like a couple of weeks only, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, then things took longer. Uh, and so what? What went at the beginning? Like, okay, I I don't have no control. I don't know what's gonna happen. Uh, then the time keeps going, you know. The weeks keep rolling in, and then I'm like, okay. There's no income whatsoever going into my business right now because all I'm doing inside of that business is one-on-one -on -one personal training. Mm -hmm. Myself and the trainers that are renting a space for me. So, uh, unfortunately, I was inside of a, of a medical building. You know? I was basically the only, tenant, the, the only tenant inside of that building that was a gym. That was doing something that was not medically, uh, it wasn't medical related. Mm -hmm. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, the, the space that I was renting the space is, is, is a massive corporation, you know, and they were, they could care less that my gym was shut down. They, they wanted their rent money, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, uh, and I went into a very fancy uh, space uh, where rent was very expensive and, and, and all of a sudden, I started to feel the pressure that okay, this this is not gonna be able to work anymore for me. What am I gonna do? Mm -hmm. And you know, I kind of I I go back to 
basically the, the the week that my babies were born, I, I started having this conversation with a friend of mine, uh, Logan, the, 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 the owner of, of the, the previous owner of where I ended up taking my business to. Mm-hmm. But he was contemplating if at any point I would like to bring my personal training business to, to one of his locations, you know? And I, I was like, you know, awesome, but yeah, maybe down in the future. But right now, I, I, I like I would need to find a way to get out of my 10-year lease yeah. at my current location, you know? And I'm only three, I mean, not open for three years there. So I still have like another seven years there. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, long, long, long story short and not knowing Honestly, I cannot even tell you how all of this came to me. Um, I ended up having some hard conversation with my with my business partners, and I was like, "Guys, uh, either either we shut down Tresports, or you need to uh, you, you guys need to come up with an exit strategy for me to to buy the business out and be able to keep the equipment, and I'm gonna try to relocate somewhere. But I cannot be in here anymore, you know." Mm-hmm. So we decided to 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 have a, a buyout option for me. So I ended up buying my business partners, and I ended up taking ownership, full ownership of my gym now, of, of of the brand of the of the company, and and then uh, a lot of things were shifting with the space that I am now in, and uh, but literally everything just aligned for me to all of a sudden go take over another gym, AQ that has. That had already like a concept of group training mm-hmm. associated with it, and and try to connect the dots to to bring dress sports as 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 the business to take over this 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 other gym and uh, and for me to re- relocate myself. Um, but I I kid you not, Alex. I, if you had told me on March first that this was gonna happen, there's no way I will believe any of that you know mm-hmm. uh it was i was very lucky uh but i worked extremely hard and i also knew how to calm down and trust the process not knowing what was going to happen mm-hmm. you know and all of these pieces kind of align each other uh, and i just kept being consistent and, and knowing i'm believing in myself i'm believing in all this hard work that i've been putting and and this amazing opportunity Took over for me to be able to get out of a ten-year lease, to go into a a, a whole new space uh, where my rent is cheaper, where I have a bigger space now, and I'm taking over an existing gym that is that has a concept of group training already, you know, and and kind of start putting all these pieces together, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, and at the same time, I uh, I mean, I I knew I needed to rely on, on help. You know, I, I needed help from people, and I asked uh, a, a, a friend of mine who uh, she she's a she was a trainer and was renting a space for me at, at my old location. You know, and I yeah. asked her, would, "Would you like to tango here with me? You know, would, would you like to become the manager of this space? Because I don't know what I'm gonna be doing. You know, I, I don't even know how to, all of this is gonna work out, but." Do you wanna go into this crazy journey with me? And and she didn't have anything. To lose, also, you know, uh, we were all a lot of the fitness industries were were being affected at this point. So we we saw the challenge and we decided to start just just this journey, you know. And and Rachel, my my manager, uh, decided to come and help me, you know. Um, and and here I am now, 
we we have HQ and 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 it has become the new home for dress sports and and for everything that I've been doing as an individual as a brand you know mm-hmm. because I am I'm also a, an inventor you know I have multiple fitness inventions and I've been developing these concepts and 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 trying to put uh, my taste to what I do and connected with other individuals. Um, uh, with Embrace North and all of this stuff that I do today, you know, and yeah. uh, he, here I am. So uh, even though it, it's still, it's a from the outside, it, it looks like a business that is, is that it, I mean, the fact that we're in September, I'm still open. I feel like I'm extremely successful already. Totally. You know, and that was like my goal back then. I was like, if I can make it to September, I'm going to be so happy, you know, and here I am, September 2, my gym is still open, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and things are coming together. Uh, so um, I feel extremely lucky and blessed that that this was able to work out the way it did, and here I am now. Well, to be able to trust the process is like so. I think like that's not an easy thing to do. <laughs> to like during the, all this all this craziness to be able to trust that. You know, somehow, you know, if I, you know, if I put the good work out there, I put, you know, I'm, just, I want to do good for the world. That's going to come back in some ways that I couldn't, you know, better ways that better ways than I could have even imagined. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like for you to get out of that lease and to get the AQ Fit Lab, I think was probably the biggest blessing out of the whole thing, right? Like, and you could have never, you could have never even wished for that going in. You just knew that, you know, if I work hard, good things are going to happen. Yeah, I mean, literally. Life gave me the pandemic, and I was able to get something good out of it. You know, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. That's... yeah. But at the same time, I'm I'm reinventing myself right now. There's a lot of of things that we're trying to do that um, we're just working them right now. You know, and the whole business, the the whole fitness industry has is dealing with all of that right now. There's so many gyms shutting down and. We're all trying to figure what we're gonna be doing. What's the future of training right now? You mm-hmm. know, and and I I, I I believe that I have something very unique and very powerful, and and now I'm trying to incorporate it into into a, an online platform, and and so there there's a lot of opportunity right now, uh, but there's a lot of uncertainty of how you're gonna be doing things, and and I go back to that principle. I only have one day. Go with the best attitude possible. Don't get overwhelmed. You know, especially in this era that we're living, it's so easy to get just so overwhelmed yeah. and negative. Totally. So I, 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 I try to stay very positive right now, and and I'm just trusting the process, man. I'm, it's, it's like that's all you can I, do, I, I, right? That's all you can do. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's like you're you're going up a mountain and you have a machete in your hand and you have to open up your own trail. That's what I'm doing, one day at a time. And when it's time to to rest, you sit down and enjoy the view. You know, like. You cannot be walking up the hill every single hour of the day. Just, just calm down. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do. I do. I, I trust God, man. I trust God one hundred percent with my life today. And and the more I have been able to do that, the last almost ten years of my life, I, I get to look back and I, I just see His fingerprint everywhere in my life mm-hmm. to where I am today. And it's amazing to see how how that works, you know. And, and here I am right now. Totally. Well, well. So that I mean, I guess you you've probably been through. I think everybody who's been a, who's able to trust in the process like that has been through some pretty rough times. Like, 
at least you know you know I have like I think when when you go through the rough times you realize that you make it out okay like things like this when they, when they happen it doesn't seem as bad because you know no matter what happens even if it's out of your control you know you're gonna you're gonna end up on the other side okay so I definitely uh, commend that for sure yeah yeah so what, what yeah what, I mean go ahead sir. Life is not meant to be an easy journey, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and if you're having some friction and and things are complicated, if you're trying, you you're doing the right thing. Yeah. You know, but it all it all boils down to to being persistent. Mm -hmm. That's very true. Yeah. Yeah. So what is what is uh what is AQ Embrace North? I know you mentioned Embrace North. What the vision is for you know moving forward? What's the vision for AQ moving forward? Uh, with the group classes, I know you guys have reduced class sizes right now. Have you guys been able to adapt, and what do you see like moving forward? Um, well, you know, when I took over, the the concept of group classes was very different to what I'm doing today. Um, back then, uh, uh, we were using all of this stuff. You know, people were comfortable rubbing out. Uh, not anymore. Uh, so it has been an amazing opportunity for me to start thinking, uh, okay, what's the most basic type of training that I can teach people how to do uh, with minimal equipment. Um, so I feel like I'm just getting, I'm, 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 I'm connecting to the core of what it is to be a human uh, and what are the human movements that as a human, you should be incorporating all of the time to activate your systems uh, that you have as a human, your cardio, your strength, your mobility, your mental aspect, your breathing, all of those aspects that make you be a human, uh, what are the most effective ways to tap into those without making things complicated, mm -hmm. you know? Uh, as I have a system that we teach now, and uh, I'm just trying to get people connected a human again, the, the, the core essence of being a human. Um, and you know, I, I, it's, it's very crazy how I look at things, but I mean, look at a baby, you know, look at the baby that is learning how to move. What are their, what are those patterns of movement that they have? They're barefoot, they're learning how to move in the floor. So they start exploring just by touching and, and, and moving on the floor uh so how come as as we age we start just sitting for so many hours a day and you start you start disconnecting yourself from from that human connection that you have with you by by understanding human movement mm -hmm. and human needs you know and as a, as a human we all have we all have the same type of needs or you need shelter you need warmth uh, or cold if you're if you're in the heat, you know. Um, you need to you need to find comfort. But by finding comfort, if you were living in the wilderness as a as a wild animal does, you're constantly moving, and you need to rely on your own, on your own body and your own methods of coping as, uh, as a living creature. So, but you don't see a you don't see a group of deer trying to copy. Uh, what are they doing? You know, they they just stick to whatever it is that they need to do in order to survive. And 
comfortable athletes and they just master those things that they need to do in order to survive. And then us humans, we have the complete opposite. A lot of us are, are being driven by performance. Oh, I want to I wanna have this goal or I want to lift this amount of weight or I want to run this fast or I want to look like this. It's like, well, just, 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 you start just slowly disconnecting with what are the human core essentials that you need to have mm-hmm. in order to live a long life and feel good. Not feel bad, feel good. So the, my core essence with what we coach at ATU Fit Lab is a, a balance, smart training, so don't be abusing your body. A little weight, but do it consistently. And approach your workouts thinking, okay, instead of going into the red zone, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a little lighter, and I'm gonna have more fun. But uh, clean all of your human uh, pillars of strength training, which is pushing, pulling, hinging, squatting, those things that you're meant to do as a human. You know, uh, having a very high awareness of how to connect your core muscles to every movement that you do. Uh, and be able to explore the floor like you did when you were a little kid. Yeah. Uh, and that mixed with uh, with the style of training that we do, you you get a high dose of cardio, you get a high dose of, of strength training, you get a high dose of mobility, but it's very simplistic. And we rely on, on very minimal equipment. We use a kettlebell or, or a set of dumbbells. Um, so I, I think I have discovered this new method of training, and that's what we're doing today uh, at AQ. Um, we do, there's a day of the week that we only do bodyweight training. There's a day of the week that we play with weights. Uh, there's a day of the week that we slow down to do proper strength training, where we try to lift heavier objects, you know, mm-hmm. but keeping form as the number one priority and rest. Uh, and then you tap that into all also teaching humans today how to learn to breathe, properly breathe. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to give you the whole recipe here, you know. Uh, but <laughs> Let's hear it. Just learn, learn to breathe, you know. Uh, so, I, I, like, I feel like life is slowly through time has stripped me away from all of these other gadgets and components and things from this world that we live in society today to discover how to keep balance with doing training that is and that I'm not abusing my body. Do a lot of my workouts barefoot and I, I ask people to try to learn how to work out barefoot, feel the floor, connect with the ground connect with your human by learning how to breathe and discover human patterns of movement that you need to do really well for age. And you do that with respect often. That's the key to to, being, to, to having longevity. And on top of that, resting, eating. So, uh, yeah, it's like, it's that's like the core essence of what we're doing with AQ. Um, and then with that is Embrace North, you know, I mean, uh, that's kind of like, Embrace North to me is like the, this little animal that I have that we get to go play in the outside and, and we expose ourselves to the elements the way that we were a little supposed to be doing it uh, as humans, you know, we, we are not meant to be surrounded by comfort. Um, so, yeah, just learning to deal with the elements. If it's cold, go out and your body gets cold. 
not to the point that you're gonna die, but expose yourself to the cold. Uh, I've been doing cold showers and getting myself in the freaking winter of Minnesota outside just in a t-shirt for, for short periods of time, but exposing myself to elements. And guess what? I'm five years not, not getting sick. Not a single, single cold that I usually, I was getting a, a couple of colds every winter when mm-hmm. I first moved to Minnesota, you know? Yeah. Uh, I feel balanced. I, you know, I don't even remember when, when, when was the last time that I felt like I hurt myself doing a workout. It hasn't happened in a long time. But I'm working out almost every day of my life. Sometimes it's five minutes. Sometimes it's an hour. I don't typically I don't go over an hour these days. Uh, but I stay active. I go for a walk. I move inside and outside all the time, trying to have proper form and, and active and then on foot I do intermittent fasting so I'm not eating full all of the time. Yeah. And I have discovered something very powerful. And I go back to what I was telling you earlier. I, I would challenge anyone right now to like like challenge me as a human being. I'm I'm in a very good fitness shape right now, you know? Mm-hmm. I might not be the best at, at a certain type of a skill, but I'm a very high-end, average human being right now. And I'm not doing anything for performance anymore. I'm just taking care of the machine. Yeah. And I'm, I feel like I found, I, I discovered a very powerful recipe, man. And that's my goal now. I want to share this very unique concept of connecting with your human again and get the most out of it because it's an incredible machine and you don't need any type of devices to get to experience what I'm talking about here, you know? Yeah, that's so true. Incredible, brother. Yeah. Well, I think we're close to that. I know we're over the time for what we had set out, so um, we'll, we'll leave it here. Thank you so much for coming on. We finally got the audio right. Uh, finally got you on to share your story. Super excited. Are you looking at the AQ AQ shirt on there? Is that new? Uh, yeah, this one. Uh, no, this is one of the the, the the old shirts that they have. But yeah, I'm working, oh, nice. AQ Fit Lab right there. <laughs> Fire looks so good. Cool, brother. Yeah. Well, we'll end the podcast here. Thanks so much for coming on, sharing your journey. Um, and uh, look forward to seeing you. Of course be an incredible success in the years to come.